Let's get it. Welcome to Chalk Talk. I'm your host, Jack Hampton. This is my co-host, Cooper Neal. What's up? What's up, Coop? How you doing, my guy? As always, surviving and thriving. How are you? I'm good, man. I love to hear that. We have so very much to get into today, and I do not say that lightly because this is the most jam-packed episode in the history of Chalk Talk. We're going to reveal what Bill Belichick said after his breakup with the Pats. His best friend Nick Saban also retired yesterday, and oh yeah, Pete Carroll is out of Seattle. Meanwhile, Coop and I, we still have six playoff games to predict and go game by game to crown a Super Bowl champion of 2024. Did I also mention that our glorious king that stands behind us, John Morant, his season is over. We have a funeral plan for him that's going to happen on this podcast today. We're also going to tell you what actually happened at that practice, how he tore his labrum, and the exact timetable for his return. A month has came out when he's going to get cleared to play NBA basketball. We're going to let you know when that is. But first, Cooper, we have not had a podcast this week, and that's partly on me because I had food poisoning yeah. literally until yesterday. So I appreciate y'all tuning in on a Thursday special edi- edition episode. We're jamming two and one, and we're playing Jack in the Box like it's Monday. Jack in the Box is a segment where I give Cooper an NFL statement, and he tells me if it's true or false. There's been several coaching, firing, stepping downs, parting ways, as I was talking about. We're going to start with the biggest one. True or false, Cooper? Belichick and Kraft said their breakup was both cordial and mutual do you believe that it was cordial and mutual i agree this is true and it's uh, they can also add another word it was necessary it was time mm-hmm. uh that patriots franchise they did their thing one of the most historic franchises of all time it's just time uh but Belichick is still a great coach i think i just think it the roster construction and the head scratching moves since tom brady's gone it was time i think Necessary, cordial, mutual, whatever word you want to substitute there is true. True. Sitting there watching that press conference today, it was obvious how much respect those two have for one another. I had never really seen Robert Kraft speak. I'm not a Patriots fan, but he's such a great owner, and he's part of why that dynasty has been so good for so long. It hurt him to let go of Bill Belichick. It was cordial. It was mutual. Mike Vrabel, I think, is going to be the new coach in New England. Well, did you see what he had to say about New England? Uh, you talking about whenever he went back there? Yeah. When he was like, dude, this is one of the greatest facilities, greatest organizations, mm-hmm. loving environment, uh, uplifting environment. I was like, dude, yeah. yeah. That's t- that's called I'm going to the greener grass. Hell yeah. There's this guy on Pat's show. His name's Boston Connor, big-time Patriots fan. Whenever Vrabel got, hi- uh, Vrabel got fired yesterday or the day before, he was um, like jumped up, started celebrating because he knew. He was like, yeah, yeah he's, he's going to the Patriots. All right, secondly. Adam Schefter reported that Bill Belichick may avoid an AFC team. We don't know if this is true or not. True or false, Bill Belichick will avoid an AFC team. I think it's true. I don't, if I see Bill Belichick returning, I, I see him trying to go to the NFC. I feel like the NFC is just an easier approach right now. Mm. You really only got to go through the teams that can't really win in the playoffs, i.e. the Cowboys, Lions, who haven't really been there, and then you got the 49ers, Eagles. Like I feel like it's much easier than trying to go the gauntlet with – any of the divisions in the AFC right now. I agree. I, I put Washington and Atlanta as the landing spots for him, but, you know, minutes ago Washington uh, pulled out or Belichick pulled out of there. They're yeah. not interested is the point, but Atlanta I think is a team to keep an eye on right now. For sure. All right, thirdly, Pete Carroll kind of flew under the radar with Saban retiring yesterday and Bill Belichick this morning. He was emotional at his press conference yesterday. Yeah. Cooper, true or false, Pete Carroll was too good of a coach for a rebuild. I Yeah. 
Pete Carroll is awesome. Uh, that honestly, out of any of the ones that shocked me the most, this was the one. Yes. Because they weren't bad. Yep. Um, and it's also this team's not bad. Yep. Like this is a team that you look at and you're like, on paper they have everything you'd want, and he somehow got a defense that had nobodies. Yeah. To be decent enough to win games. So, like, this one was kind of shocking. I really don't know what the play is here for Seattle. One of the handful of guys to win both a national championship and a Super Bowl. Uh, He tried to fight for his job with the owner yesterday. He said that in his press conference. It did not work. Seahawks owner made this decision to fire him. Seattle was 25-27 and on their last three seasons. And, yes, they were stuck in mediocrity, and that's because Pete Carroll was so good. With Geno Smith as your quarterback, (laughs) you're you're going to the playoffs, you're making all these moves. They were one game out of it this year. Uh, Owner wanted a full rebuild and felt that couldn't happen with Pete as a coach. So I think it's true as well. All right, fourth one, guy we just talked about, Mike Vrabel. Tell me true or false, Mike Vrabel will 100% be a coach next season. I'm being lame on all these truths, but this is true. Mike Vrabel – Honestly, you, and I call or I texted you right after I said fired. You said that should have said mutually parted ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, this dude literally went out, has a press conference where someone's like, "You have nothing to play for. Why, why don't you just lose? Because losing effing sucks." Uh, yeah, Gentry. Yeah, um, Gentry. and it goes off on Gentry, and then he goes out there and upsets the Jaguars. They have nothing to play for, but he upsets the Jaguars anyways because he's a winner. He wants to be a winner. Sadly, the Titans, I saw a graphic. It said it was like Derrick Henry, A.J. Brown, Kevin Byard, Vrabel, and Ryan Tannehill, and it was two years ago. It said all of these players was on the team. Three of them were all pros at their positions, and then Ryan Tannehill had like one of the craziest starter records as a quarterback, and Vrabel won coach of the year. Two years later, they're all gone. Yep. It's it's very shocking to me because they don't seem like a team that's going to trade up in the top three this year to no. get a quarterback. Uh, Will Levis, I don't know if he's shown me enough to be confident in him. Thanks. Also, the female owner of the Titans came out and explained the Vrabel firing one. And she basically said, we didn't want to take the time to try to get assets for him. We just wanted to cut the cord now so we could get a shot at better coaches. And in my head, I'm like, I just don't understand. This team with Ryan Tannehill was the number one seed in the entire AFC. Ryan Tannehill was their quarterback, their number one seed in the AFC. Why would you fire this guy? I get they had back-to-back losing seasons. We went into this year knowing this squad did not have a shot. Yeah, I mean. With that O-line they had. With the O-line and then the corners. You sit yeah. there and they've drafted a corner every year and he either ends up getting hurt or arrested. So, yes, like, bro. they just can't. It's, it's unlucky, but it was still one of those things that, regardless of that fact, he had these teams competing in ball games. I can't tell you a time where I sat there and the Titans were down by 30. Mm-hmm. They're not a bad team that gets blown out. They're a team that's good enough to win games. They just can't do it because they don't got the horses. Yeah. Like, they don't get blown out. The only good things happening in the Nashville next year is the beautiful, beautiful women that live there. There you go. They are beautiful women. Derrick right. Henry won't be walking through them doors. Derrick Henry ain't he walking be, through that, that, retirement, that, that retirement ass speech he gave. And there's like an echo in the background. He's like, Tennessee fans, fans, fans. Thank you for everything, everything, everything. I enjoyed it all, all, all. I was like, God, this is terrible. You want him to come to Cowboys? Oh, uh, please, God. Has there ever been a more obvious move for Jerry Jones? Dude. I mean, Has seriously? there ever been a more obvious move for a running back? Look I, at that I wonder team. who was screaming that during the preseason. I want, Dude, it, it's just the fact that they wanted to – yeah, my bad. I completely turned those on. Oh, yeah. uh, they wanted to give Tony Pollard the reins, and they kept running him like he was a power back. I just mm-hmm. didn't understand that. They uh, That'll be the reason the Cowboys lose. Mark my words. They I was to the Packers this week because we can't run. No, I was just wondering why he looked even better with 
even more lights on. I'm like, dang, he's got this beautiful glow to him tonight. It's the shoes. Oh, wait, oh it's, it's that, a job. They not ones. only increase the vertical, yeah. they increase the riz. I really should make my snap. <laughs> oh, it's a good thing I got a girlfriend now because I would not be getting one anytime soon. No, that's false. That's false. Uh, anyways. All right, I don't even know how I go from there. But I, what I was going to say is I wish I could make my Snapchat public because I had this story of you last night. You take the John Morant one box out whenever we are watching the Mavericks game the other night, and you put them on, and you're, like, pacing in the living room. You're like, I can literally jump, jump. through this effing roof right now. And I was like, that is the funniest thing I've ever seen. You just see me, like, halfway through the ceiling cheering. <laughs> yes. Feet dangling. Literally. Um, but all right, final one, Jack of the Box. Uh, Nick Saban retired yesterday. Um, I, I, I'm not even going to like act like I was sad for one second. Uh, uh, I, I have receipts to prove that you are not sad for one second. Yes, I, I immediately jumped in the air and said, yes, finally. Uh, Overtime ha- has this creator that works for them. His name's Care Bear Kyron, and he's one of the funniest guys. He's like uh, this kind of like... I don't know how to describe him, but he's a massive Texas fan. Yeah. And he was he immediately went live and was celebrating and singing about it. I was like, this is my exact move. Great career. Not six national championships with Alabama, seven if you count the LSU one, nine national title appearances. Uh the greatest to ever do it. Cooper, tell me true or false, Nick Saban will never coach again. False. I completely agree. False. He was literally interviewing assistants before he told the team. Two hours before the to- he told the team about his retirement, he interviewed. He was interviewing assistants. All I'll say is, I if he had won a national championship and the news comes out he retires, wouldn't have been shocked. Mm. I wouldn't have been. Swan song. He did it. You're in it on top. Kudos. Exactly. Losing on a garbage call. On the four-yard line, you're calling a QB draw, and you lose the game and watch that team go on and whoop somebody in the national championship. That ain't the way you go out. Yeah. And when I saw that come across my phone, not only what did I see, oh, my gosh, thank you, Lord, go Vols. I saw <laughs> was Nick Saban retires. <laughs> you. <laughs> um, and I was sitting there. I'm like, what? I'm like, it, it didn't make sense, and it still doesn't make sense. I totally think. He knows something we don't know. It's Tom Brady-esque, bro. It is Tom Brady-esque. It's Tom Brady-esque. It is Tom Brady-esque, but I, I think it's false. I think he'll coach For again. For sure. I don't know in what capacity, but I believe he'll coach again. Yeah. Now, before we bring up the playoff bracket and go game by game, crown a Super Bowl champion, we both brought top five coaching job rankings based on like what team is the best situation to go to if I'm a yeah. free agent coach. You want to go by this free top? agency class, can we talk about them, by the oh, way? It's, it's the, it's Pete loaded. Carroll, Bill Belichick, uh, Jim Harbaugh. The mm-hmm. names are just... It's out there. Yeah, it's, it's, d- there. it's definitely interesting. And Nick Saban, if you want to get really spicy with yeah. it, because he did coach in the NFL. They, they did. He did. Oh, oh we're completely different. Oh, my oh, I word. Love this. I we're love completely this. different. I love this. At number one, I have the Chargers. Obvious reasons, Joe Herbert, uh, proven NFL quarterback. They have names on the roster. Not only that, I think they're in a good situation. The AFC West, they have no one outside the Chiefs to compete with in that division. Number two, I have the Commanders, number two overall pick in the draft. Number three, I have the Patriots, number three overall pick in this year's draft. Number four, I have the Atlanta Falcons. They have 
Bijan, Pitts, London, they have weapons all over. And they're the number eight pick in the draft, and they can trade up if they want to get a quarterback, and the coach and GM wants to do that. At number five is where I had a hard, hard time, but I put the Seahawks there close to a playoff roster. Um, Panthers, I just couldn't do it. Two firings in a year is yeah, tough. Yeah, I couldn't do Panthers. Raiders is a tough spot, too. With Devontae, what do you do there? Titans, are the wor- that's the worst coaching uh, job in football. So we agree on two of the people that I could not put in my top five, and that was Titans and Panthers. Tell me how much you disagree, because I know you did your extensive research. The floor is yours, Cooper Neal. So we're going to go bottom to top. Uh, I have the Patriots as my fifth best uh, spot, and the reason, it, the reason it's not higher – uh, you have to follow Bill Belichick. <laughs> like, <laughs> not only do I never want to do that, but they do have the third most salary cap available. Um, so that's huge. That's a massive pro, and it's a great historic organization. They have the third overall pick, like you said. Um, they just have the problem with this team is the whole roster almost needs an overhaul, minus some defensive positions, and that's what really kind of stuck me in a weird position. And then their division, you have to play the Bills and the Dolphins twice. And yep. then let's not forget. Aaron Rodgers is going to be back for the Jets next year, and he's already trying to recruit Devontae Adams. Yes. That is not a division I want to play six of my 17 games in. Hell no. So, I won't lie. Patriots are fifth, but they're 1,000% higher than the Titans, 1,000% higher than the Panthers. And the team that I have out, so I'll just go ahead and give you this, was the Commanders. I don't want to play the Philly. I don't want to play Philly in Dallas two times a year Mm -hmm. each. And their quarterback situation has never gotten better. <laughs> they had that one good year of RG3, and that's about all I can mm-hmm. remember in my lifetime. Um, that's just – they do have a new owner, which is a pro. I do like that part. Um, and I think they're going to be in a better position than they have been in recent years. They just somehow always make the wrong pick. So, I just I couldn't justify putting them in there. At number four, I do have the Raiders. The reason I have the Raiders is because of the, where they are. No income tax in Vegas. You have that new facility that is literally the state of the art. Like Free that agent is, heaven. Quote, unquote, Taj Mahal from mm-hmm. Bill Belichick. Um, you have Devontae Adams. You have Max Crosby. Devontae Adams could be a trade trade target. Like, they can completely overhaul this team, and you have guys like Max Crosby to be a cornerstone staple of this team. Josh Jacobs is gone. Like, you could completely overhaul this team. They do have nine total picks, and they do have some cap space. They do obviously have the questions at quarterback, which is difficult. And you have to play the Chiefs two times a year, which mm-hmm. is never fun. Uh, and 13th pick is also hard to overhaul a team, but the Bears are number one. Mm-hmm. There's always the chance that the Bears are trading that back. I believe that they will do that. But that's who I have at number four. At number three, I have the Chargers. That's that, When I saw Chargers year number one was where I was like, whoa. It's not as close for me. Negative $35 million in their cap. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have to get rid of some people, and you're going to have to restructure a lot, and you're still not going to be able to sign anybody. So, like – I am such a believer, not in the current roster, there still does need tweaks, but in Justin Herbert Herbert. and in everything around, they have good players. It was such horrible Horrible dog shit coaching. I I mean, that that. team was, uh, how how big was that lead? Uh, Against who? Oh, the Uh, 31-10. Yeah, a three-touchdown lead away from the divisional round last season. If they just had a competent head coach, yeah, they're in the divisional round, mm-hmm. and who knows if they don't make the AFC championship. That roster is good enough right now. If I'm Bill Belichick, I know he wants to stay away from the AFC. That's the one I take. It's not even close. The pros Bill are – Bill Belichick, I have questions with him developing a young quarterback. quarterback. Yeah. yeah, that's fair. That's fair. The pros are what you just said. You have Justin Herbert. You have Keenan Allen. You have Rashawn Slater at tackle. So you literally have the three things that you look at on a football mm-hmm. roster, a quarterback, a wide receiver, and a tackle. You have them. You go to their defense. You have Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack. Mm-hmm. Like if you can't, <laughs> if you can't make that work, I don't know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You have Asante Samuel, who is one of my favorite nickel corners, and you also have 
Kenneth Murray, who had a better year. He, he's still not who mm-hmm. I'd go with my linebacker of the future. But you also have Derwin James back. Like, you have stars. But the thing that dropped it down was, yes, you have a state-of-the-art facility, but nobody wants to go there because you have no home field advantage because every team – you have to pay play, you have to pay people mm-hmm. to go be fans of your team. They do have the fifth overall pick, which is very intriguing. So, they do have that. They have lots of pros, but it's that negative $35 million in cap kills me. And then the no secondary also destroys it because number two is the Seahawks. They have a, they have a team already. You have a team – Yes, you don't have much cap space. I think you're. I think they're like right on the. Who do you of, think? Who do you think goes there? To I, the Chargers. I think it's Jim Harbaugh. I think he wanted I think that. It's I think he wanted it last year and yeah. it wasn't available. No. I think this year he takes it. I think it's Harbaugh. I, I think too. Harbaugh assumed it would be available last year after they lost yes. in the playoffs, and then it wasn't for some head scratching reason because they wanted to wait thirteen. More they days. wanted to throw a season in the garbage. Yeah. They wanted to get the number fifth overall pick for somebody, apparently. But I just don't understand. Let's just stay here a minute. Yeah. I just don't understand how, you know, Billy and Joe and Cooper and Jack yeah. can somehow can see, that. can see how horrible of a coach. Brandon Staley. Yes. And like we knew what train wreck was coming, and it happened. But they but they signed Kellen Moore. You know, yeah. if you throw ketchup on yeah. a burnt hot dog, it's still a burnt hot dog. I don't get dog. that. I don't. Kellen Moore, like, didn't do a no, bad job. It's, their offense is fine. That defense was so dog shit, and Brandon Staley was a defensive guy. Yeah. And I just literally named and you two of the best year, sack leaders in the world. Yeah, every year they were in the 20s, and they have names all over that defense. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, another if it's not Jim Harbaugh, I could see Pete Carroll. Yeah. If Pete Carroll got out of that advisory role, Jeez. imagine getting a guy that's a veteran coach who I told you has only had three uh, losing seasons in his NFL career, including this one. Yeah. And he's 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 always had a decent defense. Which one would you do? I do Harbaugh. You, you do as Harbaugh? much as it pains me to say I do Harbaugh. And if if I'm Jim Harbaugh, listen to me right now. If you don't leave Michigan after winning a national championship at your alma mater, mm-hmm. you're about to they're about to come down on you. I think I think the three. You leave. I think it's funny like the the conversation around Harbaugh right now because three years ago I'm listening to Paul Feinbaum say he can never beat Ohio State. Yeah. He can never he's do any of this. Right. And yeah, he's been he's beat him three years ago in a row. He went to three straight national title games, and now like he's the most coveted thing in all of football. It's just it's the crazy how the conversation it like changes. It's, it's amazing what three years will do. Yeah, it is for really sure. Amazing. Give me your number two and number one, brother. Number two is the Seahawks. Uh, they have an awesome offense. You have a quarterback on a one year deal. So if you don't get a quarterback in this draft, you still have Geno Smith and you have Drew Locke. So mm-hmm. I think you have a quarterback room. You have two running backs that are awesome in Kenneth Walker and. Uh, Zach Charbonnet, who they drafted, and then your receiver room. like They have like the best wide receiver room in the world. Um, and Noah Fant, Tyler Lockett, Jackson Smith and Jigwood, DK Metcalf, and they're all, aside from Tyler Lockett. Do you young. believe in Geno Smith going down the line? I Th- think that was my problem. Best thing, he's got a one-year deal left. Okay. So, honestly, that's, that's why I like this at number two, because it gives you that ability to be like, all right, we're going to ride this with him, and if we get a quarterback in the fourth round that – some injury happens, like Tony Romo, Dak Prescott situation. You, you never, you never know. Mm-hmm. It happens. Sometimes you get lucky, like Tony Romo, D, uh, Dak Prescott. But you can also be that guy that you can develop for a year that you really like. But he has some things to work on, like a Bo Nix, mm-hmm. somebody like that, to where you just wait him out and be like, all right, we're gonna see if Geno's good. Bo Nix is your Prescott. favorite quarterback, isn't he? No, Jane Daniels is in this draft. Jane Daniels. 
I love Joe Biggins. I know. I said that purposely because oh, I, no. I literally sat on our couch in the Pac-12 championship, and you can not stop flipping off our TV whenever it showed up. Oh, every time he lost, he'd literally be beautiful. on the bench, like with a towel over heads, crying. It's like every this kid worked for I'm this cheering. moment, and then Cooper's like two inches, middle fingers are two inches away from the TV. Dude, Bo Nix always chokes. I had like, no idea. I had no idea you felt some type of way about Bo Nix. It was financially motivated. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. I had Jaden Daniels for the Heisman. I needed Jaden Daniels. Or not Jaden Daniels. Uh, oh, I remember, forgot. And yeah, Bo yeah, Nix yeah. was ahead of Jaden Daniels yes. because they were about to win. And if he lost, I was going to win. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's why you're It was financially motivated. Okay. But the the cons to the Seahawks, their defense needs a massive overhaul. Aside from Devin Witherspoon and Tariq Woolen, who had a rough year, you got, you got a defense yeah, Jamal Adams needs to go. Yeah, he needs to go. Uh, Jordan Brooks had a better year. Still iffy. I'd probably pick up the fifth year option and just see if mm-hmm. it's a one year wonder. Um, Leonard Williams does need to be re signed. They traded away their second round pick for Leonard Williams, so you got to keep Leonard Williams. Um, what do you draft in their like middle of the first round? <sighs> probably defense. Yeah. Um, I see. Now, if, if a Jaden Daniels falls to like 15, 16, snipe. Michael Penix? I'd take Penix too. Yeah. I'd take Penix too. But yeah. number one is the Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> I, I was shocked when I saw these at four. I'm excited. I, I don't know. I want to hear this. why you have them at four. I know you just said it all, but I want to hear again why you have it at four. You have a great brand new facility. I've been in that stadium two times now. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and Atlanta is also a fun place to have people. My, people want to go to Atlanta. Mine was the pick thing, and I'm worried about what they have to give up to give get up, to number one. Yeah, to get to number one. Oh, I have some. I have some interesting thoughts to throw by you, but. Their young core is intriguing. Obviously, you have Bijan, you have Pitts, you have Drake London, who I like. You they have got a lot of cap. Lindstrom, they do. Uh, they have Jesse Bates and AJ Terrell on the defensive end. You have four, over forty million in cap, uh, so you have the ability to go get somebody. So yeah. if you wanted to stop gap at your quarterback and keep, stay padded, number eight, and get some defense, you could go get like a. Kirk I swear to God, if they don't draft a quarterback, oh, let's get oh. serious. Oh, oh, we'll get to it. They do have eight picks in this draft, which is intriguing. The cons are obviously no quarterback, and they do need some help on the defensive front and a little bit offensive line. I have a couple of scenarios for you. So at number eight, they can stay pat, and they can maybe get – They'd have to give up a shit ton to get to number one. They they would. They can maybe get like a Jaden Daniels, maybe a Michael Penix, if they fall to eight. Okay. Is that worth the number eight pick? Repeat it. Jaden Daniels or Michael Penix falls to number eight. Is it worth it? Do you think they fall to number eight? I uh, Jane Daniels certainly not. Michael Penix maybe. Michael Penix. Is I just also don't want to play that game. Like yeah. I don't want to rule that. Like they did the Desmond Ritter thing. They did the Marcus Mariota thing. Like I'm sick of not having one. I I agree. Uh, I think I, you have to do a Panthers like trade, and it's necessary. Who do they give up? Because I know who That's, I'd say. Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts. I just don't. Is somebody does somebody covet Kyle Pitts? Like, dude, if you're trading with the Bears. And the Bears take on Kyle Pitts a year after they take DJ Moore. Yes, you're not getting Marvin Harrison. Like obviously, you're you're throwing that out the window because yeah. you're not getting Marvin Harrison. And no, he's not Devontae Adams. But Kyle Pitts is a. If freak. I'm going for an offensive weapon, I'm calling Las Vegas and said, "Give me Devontae." Give me Devontae. Yeah. Where's Vegas picking again? I think I wrote. Uh, I think it's like twelve. Yeah, they're lower because yeah. they won a couple games. I would, but do, still, I, would I, I, I take Adams. I take twelve and I take Devontae Adams. I don't take eight and Kyle Pitts. Here's the other fun thought. Bear, so let's just say the Bears are dumb, which you know I'm begging that the Bears don't be dumb. And by the, the Bears w- take a quarterback, okay. trade Justin Fields to the Falcons for like a second. The Falcons get Justin Fields. They get a defensive player with that eighth pick. Stay padded, everything yeah. else. 
get Justin Fields instead. Do you like that? You and I have begged for the Falcons to have Justin Fields since like it. the birth of this season. <laughs> but I think the, the reason, yeah, no, I think the Bears. The reason they kept Eberflus is to keep Justin in the same offensive system and not make him learn something new in this okay. year. I I was wondering why they fired the OC too. I saw yeah. that they fired Luke Get or I think that's his name, Luke Getz mm-hmm. or something like that. And I was like, dude, he got so much better. Mm-hmm. They they started calling plays that were suited to mm-hmm. DJ Moore and Justin Fields. Right. But I, the Bears just scare me because honestly, you have to get so much more offensive weapons. Because yes, Cole Komet's eye. That's it. That's a massive drop off from DJ Moore. And DJ Moore is like not even like if you rank the number one receivers on all thirty NFL teams, DJ Moore is not going to be named in the top like fifteen. Right. So like, I they just got to get some more weapons for Justin. I understand why you had the commander so low. For me, the Texans effed with my mind because they were in that like, what are they doing? The Davis Mills two and fifteen season like couldn't hit on any picks, just in a shit spot. Yeah. And they yeah. They get number two, and everybody's saying C.J. Stroud's the stupidest quarterback in the draft, blah, blah, blah. And they Look just made they the playoffs and won their division. I feel like the commanders, under new ownership, they're finally going to get out of that dog hole of the yeah, stadium. I think they will. I, I just think the commanders, the number two, they don't have to make a trade to get there. They're good. They have Terry McLaurin, a weapon I for them like ready. Um, their defense needs help. Their secondary does it help? Like their defense still has Jonathan Allen, Deron Payne. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you got rid of Montez Sweat and Chase Young. The bookends of that. You have uh, oh, I'm blanking on that dude from Kentucky. They have a nice linebacker that's really rangy. Uh, Emmanuel Forbes had a garbage first year, but yeah, like he, did. he got picked on every game. So like he got thrown madly into the fire. He was thrown into the Satan's hell. He was a lead corner on a <laughs> yeah on a garbage. Yeah. But yeah. it's just like one of those things that the defense was one of the top like ten defenses last year, and then they were like bottom ten. Yeah, it was a weird drop off. But they shipped everything it, away. It's just the Commanders. Like it's just one of those things. Like, I get this it. team has had three name we were, changes. We like, were they having this a name, they, let alone a quarterback. <laughs> we were having this exact same conversation about Houston. Yeah, like this exact conversation. Do you remember that graphic you showed me about the number two overall pick in the last like four years? Oh yeah. It was like Carson Wentz. It was Marcus uh, Mariota. Mariota. It was uh, Zach Wilson. Or, yeah, uh, yeah, Zach Wilson. That's yeah, Mitchell Trubisky. I Trubisky. Think was on that. Yeah, like garbage quarterbacks. Yes, garbage yeah. quarterbacks. CJ Stroud and defied odds. He defied the odds. He did defy the that odds. That ain't happening again. Yeah. I, I personally prefer that last draft class of quarterbacks to this one. Yeah, I do too. Personally. I do too. You gotta, I love Jane Daniels. I like Drake May. Hey, Caleb Williams. Somebody's going to take Caleb Williams hoping it changes their franchise. Yeah, we'll see. I think that's the most – I can't wait to watch him in the NFL because his emotions are outrageous. You know what? I, more than the NFL, I'm ready to watch him at the Combine. To just sit there and flat make throws. Because I want to see him actually, like, plant his feet and throw the ball. <laughs> it's going to be the Zach Wilson shit. Like, there's going to be clips of him going viral of, like, him rolling out and hailing the ball 70 yards. Everyone's going to be, yeah. you know, masturbating to it. And then he's going to get in. I just worry that he's not going to be able to sit in the pocket and actually I don't think ball. he can either. And honestly, that might be why a guy like Belichick's in there like, F mm-hmm. that. I'm not taking And you know, like, that. dude th- – like two years ago, I was the biggest Caleb Williams fan in the world. The way he reacted to that four interception Notre Dame game, just completely checked out, not talking to his teammates. 
and then crying yeah. to his mom like after I'm like <laughs> dog yeah grow up it's ridiculous like, maybe you do need another year in college to mature bro <laughs> this is ridiculous yeah. speaking of defying the odds you got anything else with the no that's stuff? that's what I got great job by the way crew that was solid <laughs> uh, no you good uh, we have the full playoff bracket now set we wanted to do this on Monday but again I'm sick apologies that only one pie this week I know this chicken did get me I undercooked my chicken I didn't know it at the moment once I was throwing it up Literally the entire night, I was like, this is chicken. This is chicken. It's always chicken. It went into food poisoning is always chicken. Yes, it's it's terrible. Been eating a whole lot of salmon this week. Just settling my stomach. I've been eating a lot of peanut butter. It's the peanut butter week. Big peanut butter guy? No, it's, it's broke-ass week, so <laughs> I'm waiting for that paycheck to come in tomorrow. I always knew you liked them nuts. I do like nuts. What? Huh? <laughs> oh, All right, let's go in game balls. by game. We're going game by game here. Um, I wish I could blow it up a little bit more for us to see. Oh, no, I got it on my phone. We good. Okay, good. All right, we where do you want to start? You want to start in the top left? Let's just easiest work one. top left and work our way down. All right, let's do that. We got we got the Bill, Bill Steelers uh, in Buffalo. Is this even a conversation? Yeah, rip Mason Rudolph's record. TJ Watt, maybe I would have thought about it for three seconds. I would have thought about it. <laughs> yeah, but uh, Bills by a thousand. By a lot. I can see it being weirdly close just because you remember that Buffalo Giants uh, Monday night game with Tyrod Taylor? It was like weirdly, weirdly close. Weirdly playing. Yeah. Well, also, you remember, was it who was it last year that was playing the Dolphins and almost lost to Skylar Thompson? Wasn't that the oh, Bills? Oh, that was the Bills. Yeah, yeah, that was the Bills. In Buffalo, too. Yeah. Yeah. Just saying. Eerily similar. They didn't lose. Uh, yeah, exactly. I, I'm picking the Bills. So yeah, I got the Bills. One. Dolphins, Chiefs. I'll tell you what. I cannot wait to get a call from my dad on Saturday night when he realizes this game's on Peacock, <laughs> and him just to scream at me, and I'm be like, Dad, Peacock, I don't control the effing NFL schedule. Either like bitch to your wife or stop bitching to me about. Well, it. you can tell him to come over here. We got Peacock on the. Team. Oh no, he's in Florida, so oh. he probably thinks he probably still think it's regular season rules. Oh, it's regional. I'll be able to get this, it on CBS. No, Dad, you won't. I'll explain it to him. I'll probably call him tonight and tell him, and he won't understand. Then when he tries to watch a game, sorry, like. What the hell's a game? I'm yeah, like, why'd they do that? I don't know. Literally one of the best games of the weekends on Peacock. Like, I understand airing it on Peacock, but, like, also air it on NBC to yes. where people can still yes, watch it. Dude. Like, don't do that to but where you no, take half of your They're going to put – what is it, Browns and Texans are put on NBC? Hey, no. don't, don't crap on that game. No, it's, a, it's a great a game, but it's not Dolphins Chiefs. It's better. It's supposed dude. to be negative ten degrees. Yeah, dude, and how much football do you think is going to happen in that game? It's going to be. It's going to be a freaking sight to see. It's going to be like snow globe and arrow. We're not going to see anything. There's not. We're not even going to know where the football is. <laughs> it's going to be freaking awesome. And if the Dolphins are real, they wear white jerseys. They're not. Wear white jerseys. I'm really, really nervous about this game. It's going to be like ten to seven. I'm going to. Tyreek Hill does head back to Kansas City. I know, but Jalen Waddle is. Banged up. Bradley yeah. Chubb is out for the season. Jalen Phillips is out for the season. Well, hey, it, it won't Holland's matter. Javon Holland's banged up. It won't matter. Because the best defense is watching nobody be able to throw the ball or run the ball yeah. in the snow. Andrew Van Ginkle's banged up. He'll be back. That dude's a warrior. <sighs> I got the Chiefs by a I thousand. The Chiefs. Chiefs-Bills rematch in the division will be effing electric. We'll I'll predict th- that in a minute. We will. We will. I got the Chiefs, though. All right, Browns-Texans. I know who you're taking in this one. Joe Flacco flame, dog. I'm, what you mean? I'm taking C.J. Stroud and the Texans at I'm home. Taking, I'm taking C.J. Stroud. Joe Flacco throws at least two interceptions in the game. and then I think so, too. I think this magic is up, and everyone's so damn high on the Browns. I'm tired of it. Their defense away from home has not been nearly as good yeah. as it is and in Cleveland. C.J.'s been damn good at home. Yes. 
Give me the Texans going to Baltimore in the divisional round. All Thanks. right, let's talk about. You know, I don't know if we need to talk about it. The Packers own the Cowboys. So Packers do own the Cowboys. He is not wrong. Although, give me the Cowboys. Give me Big. the Mike, Mike McCarthy uh, revenge. Yep. Packers right. win. Jared Goff. Revenge game against the Rams. Matthew Stafford revenge game Matthew against Stafford the Lions. Matthew Stafford revenge game. I love it. This one is very, very interesting. As much as I want the Lions to get a playoff win with the magical year they've had, I think the L.A. Rams go in there. They've won four out of five. Give me the Rams. Mm. I also think the Rams are going to win this game, and I was trying to find an argument, but Alex sent me a meme. I don't even know if it qualifies as a meme, actually. He just sent me a video on We should have him on here sometime. Uh, we'll pass. Um, <laughs> he's I watching love, now, I too. I love you, Alex. He's, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's still I watching. I said that specifically. Uh, but I put a good word this, in. You've seen Kung Fu Banner, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. You've it's been a long time. So, like, he trains, like, the guy that's, like, the bad guy in the first movie or whatever. Mm -hmm. And he's like, our battle will be legendary at the uh -huh. end of the movie. It's literally Matt Stafford and the Lions. <laughs> It was awesome. Wild card round. Wild card. Uh, uh, I I do sadly think that the Lions will lose this game. I think so too. Sadly. At home, Eagles Buccaneers. All right. I know Everyone I knows I'm the biggest Baker Mayfield fan of all time. Uh, I not only, <laughs> as Alex Texas, I'm not only surprised that he won this division. Everybody picked them at the bottom of this division. You know, the Falcons had B. John Robinson. Uh, yes, that is true. I had the Panthers at the bottom of the division, I think. No, I don't think you did. I might have the Panthers uh, at the bottom the, <laughs> the Falcons had B. John Robinson, a new tool. Desmond Ritter may work out, right? Panthers, oh, my God. They hired an incredible coaching staff around Bryce Young. They may, uh, they'll finish above the Buccaneers, right? The Saints, you know, they, they got the best roster. They got a win-now roster, right? No, Baker Mayfield came out on top. And I want my damn flowers because he is somehow in the playoffs. I gave you He's a like franchise. Okay, all right, good. I, I accepted those flowers. He's a franchise quarterback, and he proved that this year. However. They win this game. Are you joking, Jalen Hurts? No, thrown in practice no, once. no. Tampa Bay has been tough at home. And I have heard ESPN for the last eight days bang on the Eagles and how bad they are, and it's deservingly so. They have been uh. horrible. But I think Philly is hearing it themselves. I know they're banged up. I know Jalen Hurts has not thrown the football. I think they find a way to go and beat the Buccaneers for a second time this year. I got the Eagles advancing. Negative, Ghost Rider. But, uh, Tampa Bay wins this game. I'm telling you. I've watched a lot of Baker One Mayfield. And five in their last six. They scored nine points against the Carolina Panthers last week. They didn't care. They knew they were winning that game. I'm telling you, this team, they're shoddy. They are They are two-faced. I will agree. They, yes. they are hit or miss. Dude, they almost beat this Eagles team in the beginning of the year. But the Eagles ran all over them. Their big-time win at the Saints in the Superdome. At the Packers, Baker went crazy. It was at Lambeau Field. Hmm. I don't have a specific memory at Raymond James Stadium of how good they've been. All I, I hear, hear me out. As a Cowboys fan, who who did pick the Packers, by the way, because I'm not saying the Cowboys will the win The fact a game. that you're arguing for but Baker no, right look, now makes me, me happy. Hear me, hear me. I'm hearing you. They, they somehow etch out a win at home. They go down to Santa Clara. Upset. 49ers. Okay. Cowboys. Bucks 
this dude conference championship so game. Cowboys going to the emotionally Super Bowl. Emotionally invested to that he wants Baker to make the NFC championship. Just so I can beat the just, shit out of him. Just so the Cowboys don't have to get dog walked by, by the, the 49ers, 49ers again. Yes. I can't stand it. Because he knows the fate. If the Cowboys, I do think the Bucks win. Though. If the Cowboys make it to the NFC championship, and we'll predict that in a minute, if they make it there, I think that's a win, in my opinion. If they make oh all the season or just a win in general no just no just a win on the season like the season's a W what whatever happens in the NFC Championship game because they haven't been there since '95 no we haven't I think I was negative six years old yeah that's a win all right let's go back to I wish I could fill these in as <laughs> negative six crazy do you like that uh let's go back and predict the divisional Seven. round I wish I could fill these in but I'll I'll just say them uh so we got the Bills and Chiefs as you can see in the bracket right there this would be Chiefs. a major rematch at the Chiefs. Is the Bills bad? finally do it this year. Give me the Bills going to the AFC Championship. Give me the Bills as well. You got it? Yep. All right. And then we got Texans heading to Baltimore. This is interesting as hell. Lamar Jackson chokes one more time. CJ Stroud goes on a run. Conference Championship first year. Interesting. Dude, the Ravens, he has one. He has one. <laughs> One playoff win. You I remember know, that game with all the smoke where they won, or that the one playoff win was the wild card to get to play the Titans, mm-hmm. and all the smoke. We know how to tackle Derrick Henry, and then how many memes did we get out of that game? Mm-hmm. A lot. They they choke. This is Joe tough. Flacco ain't walking through that door. Joe Flacco flame. Ain't and you picked the, the Chiefs too on the other side. No, I picked the Bills. I, I'm sorry, the Bills. Excuse me. Yeah, right, I you picked the Bills. Bills. I'm sure Alex is happy about that. Alex knows good and well the Chiefs are going to be lucky to get through the Dolphins. Uh-huh. If it wasn't going to be Snowmageddon in Kansas City, the Do- Dolphins they'd beat, might have won. They'd beat the hell out of the Dolphins anyways. Um, all right. Ravens, Texas. God, this is so tough, dude. This is so tough. Just because of how suspect the Texans' defense is, give me the Baltimore Ravens. That's fair. In that fair. weather. Baltimore at home. Give me, give me the Ravens. Ravens-Bills would be electric AFC champions. I don't remember what I'm saying, too, so that we can – uh, discuss our conference championships because we we got two different conference championships right now. Okay, good. All I'll right. keep it in mind. Good. We're just bookmarking right, Texas it. Bills. We're just bookmarking it. Bookmark. All right, we got uh, Cowboys Rams. I think we both have that in the divisional, correct? Oh no, I have Packers Rams. Are you joking? I will never. I will not say the Cowboys win. You picked the Cowboys, bro. Dude, I put. I told you I put money plus seven Packers. Okay, <laughs> the Cowboys are winning. Fine, Cowboys win. Cowboys Rams. Cowboys already beat the Rams this year, even with their full health. I know. I'm, I'm saying. Worried. I'm saying. Give me the Cowboys. I think I'd rather play the. I'd rather play the Rams first round than the I, Packers. Stephen A. Smith said this earlier this week. This is the Cowboys' best shot to, they have at going to the Super Bowl. I think that's true. The Cowboys advance to the NFC Championship. They have all the pressure on them, though. As a lifelong Grizzly, as a lifelong Rebel, as a lifelong Cowboy, I am hardwired to not believe it until I see it. Because uh-huh. no matter how good it looks on paper. Yep. Fourth and 26 has happened. Or third and 30 from your own 30 happens. Or he caught the ball, but then he didn't catch the ball. Mm-hmm. Happens. I, I'm just hardwired to not believe it until I see it. Yeah, Mike McCarthy would be fired. They lose this. Thank weekend. God. We'll get some guy who doesn't want to run the ball up the middle every time on first and second down and then be like, I don't know what's wrong with you're our first and second first, down plays. You're going to be the first one praying to him whenever you are in the NFC Championship. If we get there. <laughs> All right. Up next. All right, so we have two different matchups on this oh, one. I got Eagles, Niners. I got Niners. It yeah, matter. Niners win either way. Uh, you, so and I, you and I agree with that one. Yeah, All right, let's go back. I In the AFC Championship, I have the Buffalo Bills and the Baltimore Ravens. And it's in Baltimore. I think Buffalo's run ends here 
Baltimore gets banged up a little bit in this game, but they go to the Super Bowl. I have Buffalo Texans, and I do agree. Buffalo's run ends here. CJ Stroud rookie year Super Bowl. This is effing preposterous. Do you have a bet on this? No, I don't actually. <laughs> this dude is just getting a bulging erection sitting next to me. Do you know how CJ Stroud? Do you know how? Funny it would be to watch all the people that said C.J. Stroud's too dumb to take as a quarterback, and that man takes them division title, Super Bowl, first year. That'd be crazy. Do you know how crazy that would be? It'd be Joe Burrow-esque. I'm also setting it up for the NFC. Just wait. Oh, because he thinks the Cowboys are going to go to the Super Bowl and he no, wants to play C.J. Stroud. No, no, You have the Houston Texans going to the Super Bowl. I do. Beating the Browns, this is, beating the Ravens, you know, and beating the Buffalo Bills. This is completely off dome. I don't even know if they're going to make it to the <laughs> wild card. I really don't. I'm just more or less just sitting here saying, like, I feel like Kendrick Perkins right now. I ha- This has to be what he feels like when he just says stupid This shit. is literally Big Perk. Yeah, it feels good, especially when you think it's of awesome. it three seconds before you say it. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, I'll, Texans, I'll clip Bowl. this. They somehow do it, but I'm also clipping it at the end of the playoffs. When they lose, no, yes. when they lose game one. Yeah, they lose to the Browns. They lose wild card yes, to the Browns. I'm, I'm literally clipping it. Mark my words: whoever wins the Browns Texans will be in the Super Bowl. <sighs> Hell is wrong with you. <laughs> Dude, Joe Flacco's like ten and one in the playoffs. <laughs> All right, we're not. Ray Lewis is not on his team anymore. Hey, don't he'll come out of retirement. Okay, I have the Ravens. All right. Right. Texans. I have the Bills losing. We're, we agree on that. Bills losing the conference championship. <laughs> I'm actually – I couldn't – this is tough. I kind of want to pick the Bills, bro. Do it. Pick the Bills. We love having differences on here. Makes for fun. Just because of the Lamar thing. Energy. I, I don't I – could, I could 1,000% see Lamar losing in the divisional round, let alone like – Super yeah. Bowl is crazy to think about. Yeah, I, 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 I'm taking the Bills. I'm taking Good. the Bills this Super Bowl. So I'm I got Texans. You got Bills. Yeah, that's really comparable teams. They, I think they are. Okay. Thought that was sarcasm. That for a minute. My, the jaw was about to come off to beat somebody. <laughs> Let's go to the other side, man. NFC Championship. I got the Cowboys uh, and the Niners. I got Cowboys Niners. Pretty simple. Uh, Niners by a thousand. Yeah, the Cowboys get their ass beat every time they Handed play this to team. Them. And like and Micah Cowboys. Parsons is literally the Draymond Green of the NBA or the NFL. He'll be talking mad shit going up to the game and just like not even. I hold literally up, won't hear up, his name the entire hold game. Hold up, Trent Williams hold owns up. him. Hold up, Trent Williams owns no him. No effing way! You just compared one of my favorite players to Draymond Green. Have you heard all the shit he has said on his podcast? He gets paid to say that. No wonder. So he does said Draymond. That. Yeah, but Draymond talks that ish out on the on the field. Okay. Or the course. Micah has more self-control than Draymond Green. Micah's also in the category with Randy White and, uh, oh, who's the dude for the Giants? I'm just Julius, saying. Uh, shoot, what's that dude's Their name? style on the microphone is similar. He's literally one of three players in the NFL to have three straight seasons of 13 sacks. And he also had 114 pressures. I'm not questioning his greatness. I'm just saying him on the microphone reminds me of Draymond Green. Comparing to Draymond Hurt. I'm sorry. Only on the microphone, but not on the field. You know how preposterous the shit he says on his podcast is. It is just like Draymond Green. It's, It's... 
It's close. It ain't nowhere <laughs> yeah, near it's Draymond. Close. It's close. It ain't nowhere near. Draymond's here. Anybody else is down here. Okay. Well, you can try to argue with me with this, but you're not going to argue that the Niners beat the Cowboys. Nice. No. The Niners beat the Cowboys, and then the Cowboys fire the big boy. They bring in Bill Belichick and Nick Saban. We win. Delusional. They fire him after making an NFC championship. 1,000%. Are you joking? Jerry flat out said Super Bowl or bust. I think if we lost in the Super Bowl, he would fire him. I don't think that's true. I do. I, do I think Jerry's ready. He sees that they, Bill Belichick, Pete Carroll, and Cooper, Nick Saban are available. Cooper, two grown-ass men had a sleepover whenever they hired each other. They did? Yes. That's weird. Did you not know that? No, I didn't. Mike McCarthy slept over at Jerry Jones' house. Probably because, never mind. I, I, didn't, I don't know what the bed situation was. Sense. I'm not there to question that. I assume Jerry Jones uh, is a big enough house. I'm, I'm, but you can look it up. They slept over. They're tight, tight. No, it's because Jerry wants a yes man, so he had to ensure that he was a yes man. That's exactly what happened. I won't talk about what they did, but. Big Mike's like, yeah, yeah, I'll do it. Sure, sure, sure. I'll take this team and be mediocre. Sure, give me your yacht for a month. All right. No, he wanted his burgers. So, we, we both have the Niners and the Super Bowl. Niners-Texans. Where is the Super Bowl this year? Does it say? Niners, Texans. It's in Vegas, bro. Oh, it's in Vegas? Oh, yeah. bet. Uh, Niners, Texans is effing crazy. I swear if you're right, I, I promise you I'm going to post this every room. That's ridiculous. All right, I got the Niners, Bills. Um, I got the Niners winning it all. The Niners winning it all. Yeah. I, I do have the Niners winning it all. That's why I put a I put a lesser opponent on there, so I didn't even have to think about it. That's yeah. why I did the Texans. I think all those years of like bad injury luck, I think it's all going to catch up. They're going to have good karma. They get through. And you have two of yeah. the top three MVP candidates, in my opinion, McCaffrey and mm-hmm. – uh, well, Brock Purdy's probably dropped out to like four now, but I think right. you have two of the top five at least. Um, you have one of the best defenses in football. And they basically have two buys. I mean, yeah. that divisional round's a buy too. And, and the Cowboys be the toughest opponent in the NFC, and you know how you play it. You have the mental edge over the Cowboys. Yeah. I mean, the Cowboys um, can't do it. Yep. Uh, like, the Cowboys and the Ravens are very similar right now, in my opinion. Very different route, but we crown the same Super Bowl champion. Yeah. Shout out to us. A little different route. God, that was fun. Kind of. Screw it. C.J. Stroud, Super Bowl MVP. Okay, no, Super Bowl no. champs, D'Amico Ryans gets to, lifelong contracts. I'm about to unplug this shit. <laughs> Literally about to unplug this shit. Chalk talk unplugged. By the way, I'm about to check the uh, I'm about to check the um, the camera battery and everything. But uh, go ahead and say which out of the Ravens, Cowboys, and Chiefs. Which one is on upset alert more in their first matchup? I know the Ravens don't play this weekend, but Ravens, Chiefs, Cowboys, which one is more upset alert? Dude, I'm serious about the Cowboys-Packers thing. The Cowboys, the last two times we've played the Packers in the in the NFL playoffs, we have lost both times. To the, now, granted, I understand Aaron Rodgers ain't walking through the door, but Jordan Love had a pretty damn near Aaron Rodgers-esque season mm-hmm. uh, himself. So I, I'd be remiss not to say that. I got you. I'm going to plug our camera in. We're going to have to move around the sound thing. We're going to stay live. Be with us for just a minute. I promise we're going to be right, right back. I'm just going to have to unplug some things, reorchestrate some stuff, and then we will be there. Okay? Okay? Okay?
test one too. Check check. Y'all hear us? Y'all comment. Make sure you can hear us. I think I think this is good. I think this is good. Check 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 it and check. All right, we're good. I heard us. I heard us. All right. Uh. All right. Which? Did you plug the? Yeah, I'm gonna plug the camera in. I gotta ask you another question by some time. Which camera? Which game do you think will have the best ending this weekend? I think it is Dolphins Chiefs. I'm gonna go Rams Lions. I mean, you got two quarterbacks. They're they're on their way to revenge against their team that literally traded them away. Uh, I'd be remiss not to say. Rams Lions gonna have a crazy ending. I mean, Matt Stafford, young Padawan from first overall pick with the Detroit Lions, gets traded, wins a Super Bowl in his first year. Detroit finally gets to host a banner of their division champion, and then they get to play Matt Stafford and lose. <laughs> like, I think that's gonna be a crazy game. Crazy I, game. I agree with you. And Puka Nakua's first game. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be awesome. Going from XLR mics to USB mics to plug a camera in. God, I just need another cord. You're killing it. We're golden, baby. Look at you. All in the middle of the podcast, you. and we stayed live. Stayed and we finna in. switch gears because the NBA has been going on. All yeah. these coaching firings, the playoffs this weekend. That's We're 48 it, minutes into the podcast. We still have not discussed anything NBA, and there were some major topics, including the death. Not the death. Death is crazy. The death of the year for our Grizzlies. But John Morant had surgery today. I want to b- give a big-time shout-out. I almost DM'd him today. I'm definitely going to DM him later tonight. There's a writer by the name of DeMichael Cole for the commercial appeal. Every time I have a thought about, like, Ja and, like, what an angle he can take, he takes it. Today I was looking for, like, what's a doctor saying about the labrum tear that happened on Saturday in practice? Freak accident. Shows up in a sling on Sunday. I'm freaking out. Monday we get the news. What is a doctor saying about his recovery? When will he be cleared to uh, be okay. So, this is what happened. I was sick on Monday. I get the news. Ben Hunter texts me before I even get the notification about, Jack, you were right. And I was like, damn it. That time, barely breathe. I'm just moseying around my room. I'm like, how can this day get any worse? I can't even record a goddamn video about this. (laughs) So, I start digging. Dr. Brian Schultz works for the LA Angels and Anaheim Ducks. He specializes in um, orthopedic surgery. He answered three burning questions about Jaw's condition and the exact steps uh, for his recovery. The first question that the commercial appeal asked was, will there be any lingering long-term effects to Ja Morant when he has this surgery? The doctor replied, there's always a chance, but odds are he's not even going to be thinking about his shoulder when he returns. Good news, right? Good. Second question, is he going to have to wear a shoulder brace or any type of sleeve or anything? We saw Steph Curry do that last year. Schultz said, it's case by case. However, I would not expect him to have one. Good news, Good. right? All right, final question, most important of them all. How long before Ja fully returns to basketball? The doctor responded, even for an elite-level athlete like him, it's an average of six months. So June of this year is when he's expected to be fully cleared. It's fine. We're going to see some elite mixtapes. He's going to be good to go for next year. Great news for Ja, but horrible, horrible news that he's gone for the rest of the season. Wiping the tears as we speak. In his nine-game season, he dunked on Victor Webb and Yama. He did. He had multiple game winners. He had multiple 17-point comebacks. 
Yeah. He put together a mixtape in nine games. Has some filthy player only or player edition shoes. I thought you were about to talk about OnlyFans. What the hell are you getting into? I highly doubt he has an OnlyFans. No, I thought I said I thought you were about to talk about that in general. Uh, OnlyFans? Yeah, you just no. said only. No. Okay. Player only edition shoes. Or what are they called? Player, player, player edition. Editions? Player yeah. edition shoes. Yeah, he had some fire shoes. He had some fire shoes. He had some fire shoes. It was, it was memorable uh, moments. Kari was back on the sideline. Yeah, Grizzly season's over. Marcus Smart breaks his finger out six weeks. It's tough. You, so you want to hear my – so obviously that's how you feel. Oh, God. No, no, no. Are you ready? This is This is like a logical, realistic response. When I saw it, I was like, damn. That hurt. But then I sat there and thought about it for a second. I let it, like, settle in over some D&D, playing some board games with some friends. I let it sit in. And, you know, I'm sitting there, and I'm like, this would have hurt so much more if he wasn't suspended for 25 games by the NBA. Because yeah. if he had played 25 games, we would probably be sitting here as the number one through four seed, and we would have everything to play for. But because he was suspended for 25 games, we actually have nothing to play for. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't hurt my feelings really at all because it was an uphill climb to mm-hmm. make the playoffs. Yep. But now we get the opportunity to watch guys like Desmond Bain turn into an all-NBA basketball yeah. player. We get to watch Jaron Jackson Jr. find his footing and aggression on the offensive and defensive side. He's been averaging like eight rebounds over the last four games. Um, we get to see Vince Williams turn into an NBA rotation player that is necessary for a winning basketball team. Exactly. We get to see Xavier Tillman continue his stay ready so he ain't got to get ready. Yep. Zaire Williams is starting to play like a real basketball player. We get to see guys step into a role that they wouldn't have had if John Moran had been there all year. If this team had him for the first 25 games, so let's just say he plays 29. So he plays 29 of the 30s, whatever, right? We're top seed. Yeah. They're going to make a trade. They're 1,000% making a trade saying, we have everything to play for right now. we got to go do something to get this team ready to go. I agree because if you don't make the play-in and Jot comes back and he's fully healthy the entire if you don't make the play-in, I'm really sad. Yeah. I agree with you. That was my first thought, too, is I'm. it could have happened in a lot worse of a yes. time. This year was already an uphill climb. This was not their championship year anyways. You can still end up with a good pick. The thing that concerns me for next year is this is the first time that Jaron Jackson has played 36 games in a row in his career. Oh, jeez. Are we really going to have another season, another season where Desmond Bain and Jaron are both healthy the entire time? We've lost Des in the playoffs. We've lost John in the playoffs. We've lost Jaron in the playoffs. Is there going to be another season where Des and Jaron are this healthy? Is there going to be another season where Steven Adams, Brandon Clark, Marcus Smart, Luke Kennard, John Moran are all out? <laughs> yeah, this is yeah, that's true. I think there's a lot to look forward to next year. Ja will win the MVP when he returns, and I, I, I was so happy hearing like what the doctor said because you never know. Like I knew he was going to be good to go for next season, but I didn't know what the lingering effects were. Yeah. I didn't know. Uh, what process he'd have to go through? Because you remember he had to wear high top shoes whenever he was having all the ankle problems. Yeah, I, I saw like there's hate asses in my comments were like sound familiar with the you know dead rose emoji and stuff. And I'm like, first of all, I'd much rather him have a torn labrum and be out for the year than an be- ACL yeah, Achilles, patella, any yeah, of that. Exactly, nonsense. anything with his legs. It's the best possible long term injury there is yeah. for a guy like him. It's rare in NBA players. It makes me think it was coming off a screen 
and he had just popped it out. Got it. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think he was doing anything crazy. Or he fell on the floor or something. I mean, yeah. it's, it's basketball. Things happen, but no. Yeah, exactly. I, I am really not upset, and I'm still thrilled to be going to that game tomorrow because not only do we get to watch Bain and potentially Jaron and now Vince, who's congratulations on his new contract, but I get to watch Paul George, mm-hmm. Kawhi Leonard, who's on a new contract, mm-hmm. uh, Russ and James Harden. Like, it's, I still think it's going to be so much fun, and you and I have zero expectations now <laughs> for this right. game. Like, and I feel like that's such a cool way to approach sports mm-hmm. is to have zero expectations and because 99% of the time the reason fans get so emotional, including myself, is because our expectations are through the roof and teams can't meet them. Mm-hmm. So, like, this team has zero expectations for me now. Like, exactly. that's probably lower than zero. Mm-hmm. So there's nothing they can't do that I'll be like, ah, okay. Right. <laughs> so I, I I would have been way more upset if we were sitting at the three seed. I agree and, with you. Well you, I, well, you were praising it like I was going to disagree. That's a great statement. Oh, well, you know, well, I just on the same page today, I mean, except for the Texans. With you that did, wild you ass did shit. buy the mural of Joe Moran behind us. So yeah, we I know. have like four I'm on my Grizzly towels over there. In the <laughs> yeah, I'll be ready. Whenever we move out, I'll be ready to retire this thing. Actually, I'll never retire it. But since I've bought this. It's going to be over your bed. Since I bought this, you've shown a gun on IG Live twice. Yeah. It's, He's been through a court case. Hey. He's gotten injured. Can we talk about these? Since I've since I gotten these, hey. Ole Miss drops 103 in a regulation basketball game. Grizzlies are on a three I didn't, get a, I didn't get a text after that Ole Miss-Tennessee game last weekend. I was wondering where that happened. I literally called that. Also, and <laughs> hey, might I say I didn't get a text after Tennessee flopped over Mississippi State. That's dude. It's basketball. It's gonna exactly. happen. Basketball happens. Yeah. Like Ole Miss has never dropped a hundred in an SEC game since I've been alive. Okay, you got a lot to be excited. Oh, for. dude, they coached. You, you got a lot to be excited. Coached yesterday. That Memphis win because keeps looking better, better and better, and despite better. the fact that Memphis is gonna get caught by somebody because they do not guard the three to save their godforsaken souls. Yeah, I watched an eight and or seven and eight UTSA team take Memphis Tigers to overtime. Mm. Seven and eight. Crazy. Like, dude, and they shot the cover off the basketball. Mm-hmm. Cover off the basketball. It was insane. But super fun game. Super fun game. Glad I got to go. That's like one of the first college games I've been to since, like, the Josh Pastner era. Really? Yeah, I, I don't go to very many college basketball games. So that was a super cool Heck thing yeah. for me. They were, it was kind of fun. I don't yeah. want to. Joe sit in the suit section? Nah, Perky and them got good seats. Pinnacle yeah, level yeah. seats. Yeah, chilling like literally mid court. Yeah, for you Grizzlies fans, you and I'll be there tomorrow. Yeah, we will. We will. But I haven't been to Tigers game in forever. It was fun. Yeah. I won't even lie. The last time I went was because Hayden's uncle was the mayor, so we had like box seats. But again, nice. I wasn't watching the game. I was sitting there eating. Hell yeah, playing games. Dude, those sweet things. Just look at the TV. You know, get you some nachos. Yes. Go get some. Just more sit there food. and stuff your face. Go get some more food. Just keep eating. Like, dude, Go if I if I went in there now, I'd be. <laughs> Bro, you have to Fat. watch me tomorrow. I cannot go out, okay? Oh, we're not going out. Okay. Good. I got to be up at 8 the next okay. morning. So All right, good. Me too. Be conked. All right, good. Good. We're going <laughs> to be well-behaved after the Clippers. We're always well-behaved. What yeah, are you talking we're gonna about? We're going to be well-behaved. We, ne- we never go do anything. There was crazy. some more news. Now, Grizzlies are in despair, but the Warriors are Worse. too. Uh, Steph Curry had some very... Very, very, very interesting comments. Did he know? Yes. Okay, so they had they suffered the largest home loss in Steve Kerr's Warriors era last night to the New Orleans Pelicans. They lost by 36 at home to the Pelicans. Draymond's still not play, playing because he's, quote, ramping up. And Curry, they got booed off the floor 
Their home fans were booing them. Curry said, we're obviously struggling. Honestly, I'm booing myself. That wasn't the only problem he addressed, though. He was then asked if the team has to prove they should remain intact at the trade deadline, referring to should they trade Clay, should they trade Draymond, should they trade all these other pieces. Curry simply responded, that's the definition of insanity, right? Keep doing the same thing and expect a different result. So it kind of shows he's whatever change possible needs to happen. You remember that uh, spiel that Mavericks commentator went on about James Harden being the problem? James, you're the problem. Yeah. Can I go, Steve, you're the problem. Are you serious? Dude, Steve Kerr's so fucking ass. (laughs) I hate him. And he goes in there talking like he's on this pedestal. Like he is the greatest thing since sliced bread. And if it wasn't for the man wearing number 30 playing for that basketball team, this team would be nothing with him. He would have been fired within the first three years. If it wasn't for a man who wore the jersey number 23, nobody would even know who the hell Steve Kerr is. I hate Steve Kerr. And the fact that this downfall is happening the way it's happening, I couldn't be more happy. Screw Steve Kerr. Screw Draymond. I was I used to like Clay and then he became he became a dick after he had that injury. I did Ugh. not see Steve Clare slander coming from this. I hate ooh. They need to sell everybody but Steph Curry. Everybody. Everybody. There's no wonder Bob Myers stepped down. I think Kerr has nine championships, Cooper. Nine? Three with the Bulls, two with the Spurs, and then four with the Warriors. Go go look at all those teams and see who he was uh he was riding some coattails, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> he was sitting in someone's backpack. In all nine of them. In all nine of them. In all nine. He wasn't the he wasn't the top four dudes on them chalkboards, as they used to say. Type shit. He stinks. Bum. Freaking bum. To me, anybody but Stephen Curry is available for trade. Um, I, I do agree with that. I think it is. I don't know if it's the time to trade Clay or trade Draymond, but that Draymond $100 million deal that he's in the first year of looks absolutely terrible. Garbage. Right um, Clay Thompson, thank God they did not sign him to a deal. They have their work cut out. Yeah, I think maybe you move Kaminga, see what you can get. I don't know. Hell, I like Kaminga better than most of the other dudes you just oh, I named. I do too, but I don't think Clay and Draymond have value. Draymond's tr- contract's terrible, and Clay yeah, is gonna you have to resign him. Yeah, cut them both. Yeah, it's gonna be hard to. They don't have a lot of tradable pieces. Turn them loose. It is tough. All right, let's go to these top five NBA teams, and Coop has an MVP ladder as well. <laughs> what did he just say? NBA history. <laughs> Hell yeah, Alex. Shout out to Alex. All right, uh, top top five NBA teams. Not much movement besides at three and four. At number one, we have the Boston Celtics. They're twenty. Uh, they have twenty nine wins in the season. They're eighteen and zero at home. Best start in Celtics franchise history, and that's saying something with how long that franchise has been around. Milwaukee Bucks stamp pad at number two, twenty five and twelve. I know they're five and five in their last ten. I know they're giving up one hundred and twenty a game, but this team has one move to make. They need some role players that can play defense. If they want to win a championship, they have to make a change there. And the coaching thing 
is going to need a change in the summer. But, Jack, Damian Lillard is not a good basketball no, player no. anymore. Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's absolutely ridiculous. They're still my number two team. I'm not going to damn what anybody says. The Thunder do make the leap from four to three. Good. Uh, they have been fantastic. They're 25 and 11. Nuggets, defending world champs, are number four, 26 and 13. Minnesota Timberwolves, 26 and 11. Yeah, they've been good. At number five. I they've just couldn't really good. Put, 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 put them above the Thunder and the Nuggets. How do you feel? Uh, I'm, I'm honestly really content with that. Let's do it. For the first time today, I won't argue with you. Good. I think I used it all to call Steve Kerr an effing bum. Ah, that was funny. It was just not. I, I knew you weren't ready for it. Yeah. I saw your face, and you thought I was just going to mediocrely be like, yeah, yeah, the, the Warriors are bad, like shit on the Warriors. No. <laughs> I hate Steve Kerr, dude. It's it's honestly started since he said Dylan Brooks broke the codes, which I don't disagree with. I think Dylan breaks the code a lot. Yeah. But then he had the audacity to say Draymond was making a play on the ball when he tackled Brandon Clark mm-hmm. out of the air. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I'm oh, like, yeah. dude. And then Draymond does all this crap, mm-hmm. and then you still defend him. Like he hasn't broken the code. Right. Like, shut the hell up. Shut the hell up. Ugh. Mm-hmm. And also the best white guy in NBA history is Larry Bird. Just to unnamed source that one unnamed source that one but no i like i like those top five so off air you were telling me jack you're gonna like my mvp rankings because Jokic and Embiid are not in it then i bust out laughing you're like well it's usually it's a weekly thing now. i do like doing a weekly thing okay. I, like Our, it's this is a weekly mvp life it, it's it's honestly just one of those things like yes everybody knows that joel Embiid and nicole Jokic are still at the top but just for the sake of talking about other people who are at the top and should be an mvp conversation that's just more or less what i'm doing okay. like honorable mentions are Jokic, Embiid, and Tyrese Halliburton, two of which were injured and didn't even play most of this week. So, like, I do try to base it more weekly, but it will be most of the same people. But just because there wasn't much to talk about with Jokic or obviously the other two were injured, Jokic had a 4.16 assist game. Like, that's not really – we're not going to sit here and talk about that. But – Makes sense. Number one is making his first appearance. And these are five names or three? Well, I gave you the three honorable mentions, but it is three, the top three. Okay, beautiful. Three is perfect. Number one is also number one. On your uh, power rankings, Jason Tatum this week. We're just going to talk about this for a second. They're three and one record. They they did lose once to the Pacers, um, but this week alone, he is averaging thirty seven point seven points per game, four and a half assists, eight and a half rebounds, fifty four percent from the field. Hear that? Fifty four percent from the field. Oh god. Fifty nine and a half from three. They're ready to win a title. He's shooting less from inside the inside the arc than he is from three this week. They're ready to win a title. They are. 87% from free throw. And then on the season, he's averaging 28, 8.5, 4.5, 1.5 stocks per game, 48, 37.5, 81.5. But they went 3-1. and one. I mean, it's it's one of those, like, cliche statements, I feel like, at this point. But the MVP always comes from one of the best teams. It's so true. Yes. Like, how are we not going to talk about one of the Celtics players in the MVP conversation? And, and they're j- number one. Just a Hall of Fame kid, too. Like his child, oh, his son. Yes, yes, is literally the cutest thing yes. ever. And I love Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum goes about his business. Yes, exactly. Thirty-seven points a game is crazy. This team's ready to win a title. They're gonna need like the best injury luck in the history of injury yeah. luck to make this yeah, run. For sure, because they are thin. They have a fantastic starting lineup: Drew Holiday, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Al Horford, and Kristaps Porzingis. If one of those guys go down, it's gonna be tough sledding. Yeah. But I think if all stays packed because they haven't had a bad injury all year. They are going to win the NBA championship. Sorry, I wasn't letting that slide. That was that was too too good for comfort. That was almost oh, yeah. like that was almost like uh, 
whoever the broadcasters with Greg Olson posting the uh, Brandon Aubrey stat right before Brandon Aubrey missed two straight field goals. Thanks oh, for yeah. that, bitch ass. Type shit. Type man. My boy is going to be 37 for 37. Dabo's contract has an Alabama clause, I'm just saying. <laughs> Clemson head coach would have to pay 150% of annual buyout if he chooses to coach at Alabama. Tuscaloosa News reported that. That's awesome. That's hilarious. That's and awesome. The, the Alabama's student section was chanting anybody but Dabo last night at the basketball game. You so. you even said I don't think they want Dabo. I don't think they do either. Um, number two is Giannis. Uh, I know they, they didn't have a great week. Uh, they're they've lost like two straight. Um, it's not his fault. I'll tell you that much. Thirty nine points per game, one and a half stocks, six and a half assists, and almost fourteen rebounds. Mm-hmm. It ain't his fault. I oh, can yeah. assure you that. Oh, yeah. uh, Damian Lillard didn't even play in one of those games, but their defense is a massive problem right now. And again, it's not his fault. Uh, but he's averaging thirty one and a half, eleven and a half rebounds, six assists, and two two and a half stocks a game. Like. He's going to be in this MVP conversation the entire season. They're going to have well to. Should be. They're going to have to figure out, find some perimeter defense. What the, I, I don't know if it's Jay Crowder either though. Like I saw someone being like, "Well, they're getting him back." I don't know if Jay Crowder is the answer. I think you need to go after mm-hmm. some, just a wing defender like Dorian Finney-Smith, somebody yes. off of the Nets because the Nets have all of them. Yes. Or maybe even go get a guy like Boyan if you really just want to go fully offense. <laughs> If you want to go fully offense, just go get another firepower. I imagine. But uh, I, I do think Jason Tatum, Giannis, Jokic, and Embiid, I know we're not talking about them. Those will be the guys in Luka that will be probably at the headlines of MVP rankings all year. But number three is a guy that I also had on here last week, and that's Shea Gilders Alexander. I see you moved them up to number three, so it's fitting that my MVP rankings number go three. one, two, and three. Mm-hmm. I have a Celtics player at one, a Bucks player at two, and a Thunder player at three. Yeah. That was not planned at all, but, you know, we think in sync. When, when, you, when you've been going this long, you just – Since you've been gone. It's, it's just like thinking. I can't It's like breathing, you think, so in sync with each other. But – In love for it all. Yeah, yeah. Little so Kelly Clarkson you. over there. Oh, I Another word. No, no, no. <laughs> I just know the tune, bro. You just know the tune. Just, yeah, let, me, just, let, just let me cook. Just let me cook. Little golf clap. Just let me cook. I appreciate that, bro. And, and light up Tiger leaving Nike. Oh. Um, but Shea goes Alexander this week, averaging thirty-one points per game, two stocks per game, six rebounds, six and a half assists, sixty-two and a half percent from the field, forty-six and a half from three. Um, yeah, he's an animal. Hell yeah. He's an animal. And I tell you, every time I watch him, I'm like, dude, I've never watched a basketball player just be in so much control. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's insane. Like, even Luka against the Grizzlies game, I was like, I've never seen him airball more threes in my mm-hmm. life. You never see Shea, like, yes, he'll miss a couple shots or he'll, he'll make a turnover or whatever, but he's seemingly always in control. Yeah. And that is just such a rare breed of basketball player to just always be in control of a game. Uh, but those are, the, those are the top three rankings. Jason Tatum, Giannis. Shake oh, yeah. Alexander. Obviously, these will change every week because I, I like, like to talk that. about other players. I like that. Let's keep let's keep that as a weekly thing. Weekly thing. I, I like think, it. I think weekly stats are more fun too. They are I more think fun. It's pretty dope. Well, an hour and a ten minute pod. Beautiful. Like it. Absolutely beautiful. How we like it. Meaty pod. A little meaty. Synodic community post about it. Cool. Do it. Oh, that was the playoff thing was so damn fun, dude. 
Dude, if the Texans win the Super Bowl this year, you're going to be, ooh. I can't wait for them to lose to the Browns. And I'm, they're going to lose to the Browns. Gosh. Now that I've said all that, they're going to lose Shit the is so funny, I'm going to I'm gonna go place a bet on the Browns that way they, that the way they win. Because yes. apparently I'm like the antichrist when it comes to betting. That's <laughs> an antichrist of betting. <laughs> Every time I bet on somebody. Please bet on the Clippers tomorrow. I, I already have. What are you talking about? How big of a massacre are we going to watch? We're going to get beat by 70, dog. Literally, with all the bounces and stuff we've got in the last three hey. games. They went on the road, beat LeBron James and Anthony Davis, and they beat... <laughs> Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, and Bradley Beal, and, and Luka Doncic's carrier. Yeah, and they all played, like... <laughs> and we didn't even play with Jaron or John. They're not beating week. the Clippers without Marcus Smart and uh, John. Yeah, he's been one of the Dude, I just pray that, like, Jaron doesn't take another game off, bro. Jaron will play. Jaron cooks the Clippers. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. Wait, we're just there to watch the Clippers at this point, man. Just what we do. I just hope Jaws there with the sling. I don't think he will be though. Did you see the picture of him in the hospital bed today? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I don't think he's going to any game. Uh, this is a random college fact, but I did see that Quinn Ewers announced he's going back to Texas next year. Did you see that? Oh yeah, I did. So what does Arch Manning do? <sighs> we don't have to talk long because I just really want to. You know, I think Arch is a good boy. Do you know? Yeah, I think his there's too many good people in his ear. I don't think he's a type to just up and transfer. Probably agree. Probably agree. Dude, shout out to the what you sent me about Peyton Manning today, though. Dude, or can did you, he, can did you see that him? yesterday? Yeah. Sorry, yeah, I just no, got you're to good, it. Dude, dude, that was dope. Shout out about? Kenny Beecham, man. All right, so you and I sat in a hotel room with him and his management team in Las Vegas, and Kenny Beecham had a contract with House Highlights, TNT, and, like, yeah, Bleach Report, whatever. All, they're all under one thing. He had a uh, pending contract with them. They were going to the negotiating table this uh, this winter because his contract ended at the end of the year. He's had a five-year podcast. It's the biggest – they're top five NBA podcasts in the world. Yeah. And, you know, his management team is telling us, hey, like, we're not happy. Yeah. We think there's a ceiling with him at Bleach Report. We don't think this. And you and I – we're just, you know, we're going along with it. I'm asking, you know, a million questions. Yeah. And I get outside, and I'm like, I'm, I'm shocked. I mean, yeah. and we love those. Because I was like, me, Bleach Report was paying the salaries of each host, and they were giving them insurance. I'm like, how is is Kenny going to come out of pocket and pay his boys in the podcast? And how how is this going to happen? And, and so I was I was wow. on I had a video call with my old editor and Enjoy Basketball last week, just catching up and stuff. And I was asking him the same thing. I was like, I saw that they had went to Enjoy Basketball, which is Kenny Beecham's personal brand. And I thought that was, you know, that was that. They announced this week they got backed by Peyton Manning and Omaha Productions and ESPN. They got full backing from them. That answers that salary question I was asking about. And we were told this was going to happen all the way back in July of 2022 at Summer League. And now it finally came to fruition. So happy for Kenny Beecham. Deal with ESPN. Got a freaking commercial with Peyton Manning. Yeah. It's awesome, bro. It's freaking insane. I saw that and I was like, no way. Yeah. No way. And how cool was it that you and I like knew six months before? Yes. We didn't know it was going to be Peyton, insane, but like we bro. knew it was going to end. It's a crazy world. That's crazy why world. you and I are never going to miss a summer league ever. Just like no, the I networking there league. is freaking awesome. And it's fun. You yes. you know how you and I are. We know every single one of those players, so we just sit there like geeking out. Exactly. <laughs> at 8 in the morning, yes. Las Vegas time. Yeah. Of course, nothing happens until 1 a.m. that morning. Yes. But yeah. How those dudes manage to do Vegas summer league is beyond me. Yeah, dude. I, I love that trip. That would be a trip every single Facts. year for Facts. sure. But, uh, yeah, you got anything else? I don't. I don't. Shout out to your boy uh, Keyshawn Jenkins. Shout Ohio out to State. the Buckeyes. Uh, Leah's already told me she goes if Ole Miss and Ohio State play, she goes I know Ole Miss is going to win because there's no way in hell 
you're going to post a video saying, oh, you don't want to play for us? Go play for another team. I can't wait to beat you and then not beat the shit out of us. She literally said oh, if Ohio State and Ole Miss play, Ole Miss will beat the shit out of us. <sighs> they got to upgrade at quarterback, Ohio State did. We'll but see. Their, their we'll receivers see. are not. They got a Buka back. Oh, they got, they yeah. got a Buka back. Emeka Buka is coming back. They got Keenshawn Jenkins. They got uh, the center from Alabama, who is one of the better O-linemen. They couldn't and then, snap the ball in the college football playoffs. Which were his first two bad snaps of the year. Um, yeah. Yeah, that, I think that was the lights got too bright. But, uh, yeah, I'll be interested to see that team next year. I'll be interested to see if Will Howard's the real deal, Holyfield. Saban's not done. Dude, what if what – if, uh, Saban knew that Ohio State was about to fire Ryan Day, and he goes and coaches at Ohio State. What? Like, I'm just so ready to see where he goes. Like, the possibilities are endless. What? If, or what if he's like, I know I'd Harbaugh. I'd be shocked what, if I, he made it to the fall, dude. Oh yeah, he's not. Yeah. But he's like, I know Harbaugh's leaving to go to the NFL. I'm taking that Michigan job. Like, what? Just what are the odds that he does? Dude, stuff if he took crazy that like Michigan that? job, I would laugh my ass. Oh, off. dude, Alabama fans would turn on him faster than you've ever seen people. God, turn on that'd people. be so funny. That'd be worse than the Lane Kiffin Tennessee fan thing. Oh yeah, a thousand percent. Because Lane Kiffin didn't fake retire; he just came to Tennessee for a year and just left. And again, I still don't understand how people still hold grudge. Like that was his end all be all job. He's from Southern Cal. He wanted to coach at Southern Cal. Yeah. Well, karma's a bitch. That's why he. That's why Ole Miss is better position. No, that's why he got fired on the F and tarmac there at his dream job. Minor setback for a major comeback. Yeah, okay. That's why he's turned Oxford upside down, and we're gonna host a playoff game this year. Yeah. I don't I don't want to be a top four seed. Can I like speak that into fruition? Like I wanna be five, six, seven, or eight. I hope y'all are preseason number one just with all the pressure. We're not preseason number one. I, I think, think they had us at five or six right I'm now. Everybody say preseason I think We're I heard five. Yeah. I think it'll be five. I mean I wanna stay at five so bad. Like I wanna intentionally lose a game so that we stay at five. The amount of trips you, I, and Alex are gonna take to, to Oxford. Oxford. Yes. Oh Oxford. Dude, uh, a playoff game. I'll in let y'all go to the game. I don't even care. Dude, but a playoff game in Oxford. It's gonna be freaking awesome. Like there's a hundred thousand people there every week just for a regular yeah. like U U L Monroe game. Dude. You imagine like an Ohio State Ole Miss in Oxford for a bowl? And I knew like they had like uh like beautiful women there. Oh, but whenever I went there for the Memphis basketball game, Ole Miss, I was like... And that's a basketball game. Yeah, I was like, damn. Damn. Mm. Yeah. Yep. That's the big to, leagues. We, we it's it's not Alabama, party school. but it's it's there. It's up there in the SEC. What do you mean it's not Alabama? I promise you it's not. You can ask Alex about Alabama. I know about Alabama. I've been there before with you. <sighs> Telling you, you haven't been to, you haven't been to like the... Like the nice, the dark side of yeah, Alabama. Yes. I don't want to go to the <laughs> like dark the, side of Alabama. Uh, not like the dark side, but just like whenever you're standing out there, like you're you know waiting to get in and stuff, and you're just like, what the hell? You want to know the biggest downside? Huh? What the hell? <laughs> go ahead. You want to know the biggest downside? They talk like it is. It's more know. like that at Ole Miss than it is Bama. Bama, it's they, both. they get a lot of dude. They get a lot of northeastern people. Now you wouldn't believe every person I met at a bar in Alabama. I'm like, where are you from? Boston? Where are you from? New York? They just think of SEC. And, like, oh, what's the best football team? Alabama. I'm going to go there. You're getting our buddy. He's sending me Roll Tide things now, so we got to stop. Oh, God. We're hyping up Alabama too much. F Alabama. Well, it's because they're going to be miserable for the next decade. That tide's done rolling now. They're going to be miserable for the next decade. Good. They're going to feel like Ole Miss fans. Is that Alex? No, I'm not answering that live. Are you joking? (laughs) I'm answering it live. He sent – he literally – It's the end of the podcast. I don't give a shit. No, he's probably telling me to get up and leave to go to D&D. Oh, is he? Yeah, Probably. 
Let's find out. <laughs> Let's find no out. No way you're calling him. Live. I'm calling him. He's going to say some tomfoolery. Oh, no, he is. Hello. Hey, pal. What's happening? Uh, we're live right now. I was just wondering what you're calling Cooper for. Oh, uh, I just have two quick things. Um, <laughs> I one, knew he wanted to say something. I'm pulling the plug. <laughs> oh, oh, one, uh, just two. Uh, one, the Chiefs are going all the way to the Super Bowl. No, they're, no, they're not. not. Yeah, we're going to put our backs on Pacheco, and we're going to get – he – as I heard him describe in the video today, he's a piece of living, gra- of angry granite that just likes to run through people. Who's going to catch the ball? We don't need to catch the ball. <laughs> we don't need to catch the ball. It's crazy. Run the damn ball on defense, baby. Okay, what, what's your second thing? What's 81 your... targets, no touchdowns. <laughs> what is your second preposterous thought, Alex? Um, the Alabama Crimson Tide are going to come back better than ever next year. I don't <laughs> care who the coach is. Them and Matt P- Patricia. Heisman, Jalen Milrow is going to be the Heisman. I'm literally about to hang him up. Great things. We Alabama is more this than is a like coach. We are stereo. a culture, and we are a state, and we are a bunch of goddamn roll tide. I love you. <laughs> he hung, he hung up, up on us. He hung up on I, it's because he knew I was about to say something. <laughs> he knew I was about to say something. First first stage of uh, grief is denial. So dead ass. No, they can't hire anybody, bro. You know how late in the coaching cycle in college it is. Yeah, like, oh my gosh. Oh my god. I knew he wasn't calling to say D and D. He's calling to friggin' (laughs) Please go look at our comments. What he's? Oh, just please go look at our. Oh, please. What he say? Oh no. Uh, Alex and my girlfriend are having a battle right now in the comments. It's a pissing test. <laughs> Can you imagine? Chiefs are going to the Super Bowl. Texans will beat the shit out of the Chiefs. Texans are, aren't just going. They're taking it all. That's hilarious. You and Coop oh, smoking the CJ it. pack. Four out of 20 glaze. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Old Piss might as well be BDSM. Oh, my god. Hey, let's, let's give some shout-outs here. Dre 2K Clips, good to see you in here. Sports Highlight Hut. Uh, Patriot Pod, Football Spams. Harold Smith, old buddy. I see you on TikTok in the comments all the time. Good to see you, bro. Shout out to all y'all. Appreciate y'all for sticking around. Leah Jackson, of course. Alex Green, of course. No, don't shout him out. The blasphemous man. Hanging up on us is effing insane. That is crazy. We hang up on you. You don't hang up on us. Yeah, you don't hang up on us. Who you think you is? But I do need to let you go play some D&D. Yeah, I need to go be a nerd real quick. An hour and 20 minutes, baby. All-time record. That's what we like to see. Heck yeah. All right, we'll be back here on Monday. Hopefully I don't get, like, the flu or, like, a coma (laughs) or something and... Watch me be the one that gets sick now. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, we'll be here. Even uh, if we're in gas masks. Hell yeah, brother. All right, we'll be back here on Monday at 530. We'll have some TikToks and YouTube shorts for you next week. Obviously sick again this week. Y'all have a great, great weekend. Enjoy it. If you're at the Grizzlies game, holla at us.